0: Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hi, everyone. I hope you're well. And if you're not, at least you're here. I think I'm going to say that, I don't know, for maybe all my episodes, but anyway. So look, today's episode, I'm actually gonna be talking about something called adjustment disorder. This is defined as an extreme response to a stressful event in a person's life, and it can continue even after the stressor is gone. It also goes by the name stress response syndrome, but it is commonly known under adjustment disorder. It's basically a very maladaptive stress response to what would be considered a stressful scenario and can continue after the stressor is gone. So, I am going to be completely frank here. I am not a registered psychologist or medical practitioner. However, I have studied psychology and I stay active around these topics. I've always found this fascinating since I was a kid, how the mind works, probably trying to figure out my own. But the reason I am talking about this today is I was previously diagnosed with this and I found so little information out there on this. So I really wanted to share my experience in the hopes that this could potentially help others and what worked for me may work for you. Now one of the reasons I believe there is not too much info out there around this is it has previously received criticism for being super vague. There is less research on this versus other bigger conditions, such as, you know, generalized anxiety disorder or just depression. Also, because the stressor can range from something very serious, such as a death, to something minor, such as bad grades, it's also meant to start within three months and not last any longer than six months unless the stressor is continuing. So when I was first told about this, I was like, okay, well, this makes sense. There are stresses going on in my life. And what I was having was an extreme reaction, i.e. not adjusting even after the stressor started to go away. And the symptoms I would say are pretty on par to what earlier levels of burnout is. And this is what I talk about in my intro episode, like at the time I wasn't eating I had nervous poops, random crying spells, overwhelm, and extreme worry. What I could not fathom. And I remember being told by this um, by my doctor at the time. She drew up a pendulum. And one had all the stresses in my life. And on the other side, like my belief in my own personal resources to cope with this. And she was like, you think you're low on your support resources and that you can't handle this we need to get you to a place where you feel like you could cope with this. Now I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I completely agree. How do I do that? <laughs> and what's really hard about this. And again, why I believe it's received a lot of criticism and why it can range so much is guess what stress is different for everyone. It is literally your brain's perception. And I think as a society, we have a level of knowledge and consensus on what is really stressful and traumatic. So we've done studies around the impact of death and losing a loved one and how it's the equivalent of like smoking. And then you could say, you know, minor stresses like your boss getting mad at you, not getting the grades you want, missing deadlines, etc. In this condition, it can almost produce the same response. But ultimately, everyone responds differently depending on the thoughts around the scenario and your limbic system reacting to that. Like if we look at the pandemic, I would say everyone was probably going through some sort of level of adjustment or adjustment disorder, but the stresses at the time for me was there was the pandemic. We had just bought a house, so we were moving. I had just got a new job and my grandfather was battling cancer and I had so many thoughts around how stressful this was and what I was making this mean about myself. Now, don't get me wrong. The pandemic is definitely at the time when it just started, it was scary, but I would say my mind was way more stressed about, you know, my grandfather potentially passing away and not being able to attend his funeral with everything going on. And it's ultimately what led me to find this work because this thought work, it helped me to see the thoughts I had around these scenarios, what like the deep root thought I had around it. And how it was making me feel, what actions I was taking, and the results around this. Now when I look back, I know that my adjustment disorder was ultimately my limbic system just going into overdrive due to my thoughts. Like, I would make it so much more worse for myself. I would shame myself so much for blowing up over the smallest things. Now I look at myself with such compassion for my little t-rex limbic brain it was just doing what it's been programmed to do for millions of years and run away from bears another reason i call it a little t-rex brain is i would sometimes imagine while i was going through this that like My limbic system is just a massive T-Rex with like a big head, little arms running around like we're all gonna die, (laughs) like pure fight mode. I would say fight mode was what it was ready to do. I've talked about this before, but ultimately, again, there's just such a disconnect and miscommunication between the prefrontal cortex and the limbic system. When I'm thinking I can't do this, this is too much, like there are all these changes and I feel out of control, my limbic system is just... Seeing red, it is turning off my prefrontal cortex, the thinking part of my brain, and it's like, right, we're gonna get eaten. We need to go. Like, look, like, let's do this, you know. And throughout that whole thing that I went through, I do not know how nerv- nervous poops helped. Seriously, I get, I get not eating. <laughs> I get that it's like you don't have time to eat a bear's chasing you. But like nervous poops, I was like, am I a fighting fish? You know when you like hold up a little mirror to those little fighting fish and then they like poop? That's how I felt sometimes, like is this some sort of survival mechanism here? (laughs) I digress. Plus, on top of that, I just didn't want to deal with the emotions that came up around this. So I would buffer through work, video games, food. I literally was just running away and the house is on fire and all i'm doing is letting the house burn including the trees and when i mean trees i mean like eucalyptus trees which catch on fire really easily and i'm like running in these trees and it's just roaring coming after me and my limbic system is like hey you're not listening to me and that is how i ended up like physically ill another thing is if you really like control then you likely don't accept change which from an evolutionary perspective does make sense change means potential bears or not 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 enough food for winter so a massive change in your normal can be scary as fuck and if you've grown up in an environment where change was negative you're sure as hell going to develop maladaptive coping mechanisms and potentially adjustment disorder now i do not want to sit here for anyone who may have this or is finding this and, and say that like this is the cure this is not a cure, but it literally flared up for me actually two days ago. <laughs> it it flared up, but because of the thought work and everything I've done, I kind of just had to work to accept it. And for me, like that was challenging. I still buff it. I still I talk about this in my intro episode. I was still like watching Family Guy in the morning, you know, just like a little a little feeling a little bit down, a little bit emotional. I felt like I passed through it a lot better because I was giving myself that self-compassion that hey you know what we're just we're gonna feel like shit all right but what do we need to get done today okay all right I would like I would enact the actions that I wanted to take if all these changes weren't happening um, inside and outside my life and you know things started to get rolling and get going and I would still be really mindful and work to just sit with these big feelings because i think what can be so scary is at the time they are so raw and they're just so big and i still remember this as part of um so cognitive behavioral therapy as well which is amazing and great um is part of it you would write down your thoughts and you would like label them like this is this black and white thinking etc and you would have to ask yourself would you be worried about this 10 years from now I hated that with a fucking passion. Because of course not. No, of course I'm not gonna be worried about this work thing or whatever 10 years from now. But right now I hate it and I'm freaking the fuck out. For me, knowing that I wouldn't worry about this later on or as selfish as this may sound that others were also suffering never helped. And this is because your emotions are at an all time high. Your limbic system isn't fucking moral. It is like self-centered and wants to keep you alive. Therefore, it's like, I just want to run away from all these feelings and feel better. For some, and sometimes as well with me, knowing it's not just you and others going around this. And I think that camaraderie we had with the pandemic, that can help. But I know for a lot of others who were going through this at the time, you just want a sense of normality. And you're shaming yourself for being this way. For like, having a crying spell over something so small and i want to be really really clear if you have gone through this exact same scenario where you're you feel as though you are crying over something that is so small your limbic system the oldest part of your brain does not apply moral or ranking value to stresses it is not your fault humans our prefrontal cortex Society applies thoughts and value on what is stressful. If we interpret something as stressful, our limbic system will react. It will not go, okay, mad mad, mad email from a boss. Mm, let's give her a four stress response. But a death, oh, let's give her a ten. No. If you think something is Stressful, And I mean like very stressful. The limbic system is just going to respond. And this is where the model was super helpful for me. To understand what I was thinking, how it made me feel, what I was doing. And it also made me realize, oh my god. It is totally okay that my response is at a fucking 10 when I miss that deadline. It's just my T-Rex brain losing its shit. But that's where the most important part of this, because yes, you can objectively see and challenge your thoughts, etc. But what's really important is the name of this podcast. Processing those feelings is so important. Like if you can just accept that, yes, I'm going to have like when this happened to me the other day, I just accepted. All right, I'm going to do a nervous poop from here. Okay, I'm going to do some nervous poos in the morning. It just takes off so much more pressure and so many less emotions if that makes sense because I was adding extra shame to it which is obviously making me feel worse and then I'm like oh my god I don't want to feel like this which is making me feel even worse so it's like a emotional loop really I just keep getting stuck in this so understanding your thoughts is fine but again sitting with the emotion not judging it processing it neutrally helps immensely just describing those sensations in a neutral manner that are going through your body going from oh my god i'm waking up with anxiety every morning versus okay every morning i'm gonna wake up with a tight chest they sound like two completely different things what if i told you every morning you're gonna wake up with a slight pressure on your chest This isn't to negate how anyone is feeling, by the way, or to make it sound simple. But what it is doing is creating those new neural pathways to say, this is just a sensation in my body. I'm not actually dying. You're teaching the limbic part of your brain that all is well. You're not going to die. It's okay. You can calm down. I got this brain. It's okay. We're not living in a cave surrounded by bears, we're living in the 21st century and it's gonna be fine, we're not gonna get eaten. So this episode was to share a little bit about me and how this helped, and to add just some of my voice and add to the conversation around this. I found this really helpful for me and I really hope if someone is out there that maybe this helps them on their journey. So if this does click with you, listen to the earlier episodes where I discuss this in more detail. And I'll say it again, I completely respect that everyone has their own journey, and I'm not here to say that this is a cure or minimize what you're going through. If this doesn't resonate with you, that is completely fine, and I wish you all the best. So go forth, my friends, and sit and process those big feelings. Hey. Are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix. That's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one on one clients that I'll be sharing for free